0: Bucknoters, Welcome to the Bucknuts Morning 5 here on Monday, August 31st, 2020. I am Dave Biddle. I am very happy to be joined by Steve Hellwagon. Steve, do you hear that sound in my house? Of course you don't. My kids are at school. They went back to school today. They're doing the hybrid learning. I have to think pretty soon they'll be going back full-time, but e-learning lasted all of one week as far as full-time e-learning. They're already back to school, so I have a quiet house here. A lot to get into today. First of all, On Friday, going back to Friday, after we did the show Friday, word leaked that the Big Ten was considering a late November start to the season, just when you think this could get more ridiculous. I mean, that'd be better than January, I guess. My immediate question is, how in the world would it be safe to do this in late November, but it's unsafe to do it in September, It just makes no sense to me, Steve, and they need to start the season by October if they're going to get even a truncated season in, in time for teams like Ohio State to be eligible for the college football playoff. When you heard that news, what was your reaction?
1: Well, I think that was leaked by somebody with an agenda, obviously. Um, uh, Nicole Arbach, who's been one of Kevin Warren's favorite go-to media people throughout all this from the Athletic and Big Ten Network, she came out and said the football coaches don't control this as if they started this rumor to move football to 2020 somehow, that it's still in the hands of the presidents and the commissioner, and they haven't moved one bit on it. So it's unfortunate. Um, I I don't take it that there's much validity to it. Um, I, I don't know. I know Paul Feinbaum was quoted as saying it would look really weird if Ohio State's playing Rutgers when they're playing the national championship game, then anything after that would appear to be like the XFL, just completely meaningless football. So I don't know. i You continue to hold out hope that that somebody with um, uh, with half a brain will realize that it's safe and that they'll go ahead with it. I attended a high school game this past weekend. Everything was fine. And uh, we're going to see. I mean, we saw a college game on ESPN this past week, and now we'll have major conference teams playing this week. So, uh, you know, I think maybe a week or two into that, maybe they could reconsider and start the season in early October, and still have uh, a team selected to play in the playoff in late December. So, you know, I think that there is a possibility that, that something could change, but um, I I don't know. We I think. The continued pressure is what's going to be needed to to, to to look at this. I mean, they've stared down the parents' rally, the, the petition by Justin Fields, and have not blinked yet. So uh, they seem pretty resolute in their position right now.
0: It's crazy, and it continues to get crazier. Uh, I just hope that they can come to their senses. The Big Ten is going to look absolutely ridiculous if and when, it looks like when at this point, the SEC, Big 12 – ACC play their season, crown a champion, and the Big Ten sitting at home watching it all transpire. It's, it, it, transpire. it's just, it's unbelievable. Um, I tell you what was unbelievable is how impressive this, this group of Ohio State parents were on Saturday. They had a rally outside of Ohio Stadium. A couple hundred fans and media showed up to cover it. And I one after another, these parents are so impressive. It's not easy to give a, go up there and just give a speech off the cuff. And they all knocked it out of the park. I really thought G. Scott Seniors was probably the best. I hate to rank them, but talk, Dr. Corey Teague was fantastic. Monica Johnson was fantastic. Cam Babs' mom, Amanda, was fantastic. I'm leaving people out. I think Tuff Borland's dad was really good. Um, I'm sure I'm leaving He's some guys played. out. Of course, Randy Wade. The, <laughs> the that goes ring. without saying. <laughs> thank you. Though Take my uh, easy way out. Uh, yeah, I, the, the ringleader of the whole group coming up from Jacksonville again. Went to Chicago last week. Now he's coming up again, coming to Columbus. I mean, uh, great job by Randy Wade being the the linchpin of all this. Uh, but man, that was impressive. Now, will anything come out of it? You know, Again, the Big Ten's probably just going to ignore them, but I tell you what, they're not going down without a fight, and I couldn't be more proud of them. Probably the wrong word to use. I'm proud of the parents, but I am, though. Um, Just an impressive group of people, and it's easy to see why their children uh, are wise beyond their years. We we talk about how Ohio State recruits five-star players and five-star young men off the field, and it's easy to see why. But just you were there covering it. I was there covering it. Patrick was there. We were three deep at Bucknuts covering it. Uh, Just your takeaway from that event on Saturday, Steve. I
1: thought it was fabulous. Uh, they had, it appeared to me, about 300 fans showed up to help support the cause and uh, including maybe the parents as well. And as you said, very articulate. Uh, there was nothing trite about it. Everybody had uh, emotions and uh, just shared them and articulated them in, in such great fashion. G. Scott uh, just put it you know over the top with his. Uh, passion and what he had to say and again you you just hope that uh, they're just not you know for lack of a better term peeing into the window (laughs) you know just just putting stuff out there that no one's paying attention to is is what's unfortunate Um, we had coverage of the event pictures and videos of everything I know you put up G Scott's uh, speech today I've got an interview with Corey Teague I'm going to put up here shortly that was just fabulous and he's so articulate and just uh you know shares it from the heart that this has been uh, completely mismanaged from the word go uh they basically asked the players to come in in June and put in all this work and then it, it appears had no idea that there was going to be a season and uh you know, We're still fighting the good fight. We've got a um, uh, Freedom of Information Act uh, request with Ohio State for any materials about the decision. Haven't seen anything yet. A couple of the schools have, re- have responded to Tom Mars and what he put out there, the attorney who's kind of fighting for some of the parents as well, and uh, to kind of stonewall it a little bit, said they're going to need to Put up money to get their request fulfilled and different things like that. And uh, the, the, his request was a bit broad, I will say. He had 75 terms. I think we limited ours to Big Ten, cancel, football, postpone, you know, just a few key words that uh, would trip the cord and hopefully get a response. And, and my guess Ohio State will just do one big dump for everybody at one time and uh, probably be well after the point where we could uh, actually use it or do anything with it, I'm sure. But at any rate, um, yeah, it's just a total unfortunate situation and you hope, above hope, that uh, somebody will reconsider and say, you know, this has been kind of short-sighted what we did here. Uh, I know we're acting in the the good faith of uh, trying to protect the health of our student athletes and everything, but the risk is so infinitesimal that, uh, you know, and other places have proven that uh, they can do it safely. Why why can't we do it safely? So, I don't know. It's it's just a total mess, and I know everyone listening to the sound of my voice agrees, and uh, we're going to do everything we can to keep the pressure on on this end because, you know, I don't think any of us personally and professionally agree with what's happened here either. And, uh, you know, we're, we're fighting for uh, transparency just as much as everybody else and uh, hope to get to the bottom of it at some point.
0: That's right. You know, we, you know, if uh, anybody out there is listening and wondering, are, are you guys doing anything to help? We sure as hell are. You know, I mean, I wrote a column saying that, and this was not hyperbole. I didn't, I didn't say this to get hits. I didn't say this to draw attention. If all, if and I, I fully believe this, I don't think there's a close second. I've mentioned this on the show. If. The Big Ten doesn't play football this year. The other conferences do. It'll go down as the biggest blunder in sports history. Think about that. There's not even a close second. I mean, the Cleveland Browns losing their team. That crushed people in Ohio. They got their team back three years later. Um, And things like Babe Ruth being sold uh, from the Red Sox to the Yankees. Yeah, that sucked for the Red Sox. That wasn't like, you know, all of baseball or most of baseball shut down, or I should say 60% of baseball played and 40% didn't. So, yeah, we're you know I'm going to write columns. Steve's going to write columns. Steve's getting the Freedom of Information Act information as much as he can um, out of the Big Ten, out of Ohio State. So we're going to continue fighting the good fight because, as you said, Steve, I, I could not disagree with this decision anymore, both personally – Professionally, it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen, um, and hopefully they swallow their pride and reverse course and realize they made a rash decision and a terrible one. Um, I want to switch gears here. Thank God, Haskell Garrett's okay. This could have been a lot worse. Um, for those who don't know, Ohio State senior defensive tackle Haskell Garrett Saturday night was shot in the face. Actually, was shot through both cheeks um and so i guess you know you want to say he's lucky he's alive unlucky that he was in this situation but my gosh this could have been a lot worse we could be talking about um something much much worse this morning but he's in stable condition and just what's what's the latest you're hearing about haskell garrett steve and just your thoughts on, on what happened on saturday
1: Well, you know, the Columbus police put out some information early Sunday, and since then, mum has been the word because they are trying to investigate it and uh, come up with a suspect, and there's a lot of unanswered questions, but what we know is that Haskell Garrett was shot about 12.30 a.m. early Sunday morning, late Saturday night on uh, Chittenden Avenue. Uh, People who are familiar with the area, it's in the block uh, between fourth or summit. I, I forget which one is the one running north there over to the viaduct going toward the fairgrounds. And, and, you know, I don't want to cast aspersions, but I can tell you this, uh, I've lived here my entire life. When I went to the state fair, when I was a kid, we would park over near there and, and I'm five years old, seven years old, 10 years old. And I know that's a bad area. Okay. Uh, it's not student housing even though it's close to the campus the, the the student housing cuts off basically at fourth or summit whichever the one is the one that runs north there north 23 you know the the two roads are side by side that run north and south there just east of campus and you get beyond the one that runs in the northbound going east toward the fairgrounds, you've now ventured out of the safe zone. And for whatever reason, he was over in that block at 1230 a.m. on Saturday. And for whatever reason, he got shot in the face. And we don't have any details if it was somebody he knows, if he got involved in an altercation, if it was just a completely random shooting by somebody who was out of control. We don't know. Thank God, it sounds like he's going to be OK. And uh, my guess is Columbus Police will come out with more details uh, today. He was able to walk, and this is crazy, about three blocks, it seems, back toward High Street on 11th Avenue, where perhaps is where he lives, In right around 40 East 11th, I think, is where he was finally found and uh, that's a good long way that's about maybe a quarter of a mile to a half a mile from where he was shot and um, the police found him got him medical attention and uh, he was uh, in stable condition yesterday at the university hospital and i guess we'll find out today if there's anything more to it ohio state has not put out any kind of a release in terms of athletics about uh, his situation or what's happened which you think perhaps They would share some information about it, but they haven't. And so today we'll dig in and we'll see if there's anything else the police or Ohio State have to say about this. A lot of questions unanswered. And I think some of that deliberately because the police are trying to keep a lid on things until they can nail down a suspect and find somebody. You got somebody openly shooting somebody on a street. And I know that that happens quite a bit down in Cincinnati a few weeks ago. 17 people were shot in one weekend in the city of Cincinnati in the various neighborhoods. I know over the Rhine uh, was one area where there were some shootings. Uh, 10 people were shot in one incident alone. So I I just bring that up that, you know, this, you know, for, for a lot of people, this seems like, my goodness, this is something crazy. But this is actually something that's happening quite a bit in our cities. And I don't have a number for how many people were shot in Columbus this past weekend, but my guess is it's probably four, five, six, seven, whatever it may have been. But it, you know, and he was one of them. So uh, whether it was random, we don't know. If it was somebody who knows him and there was an altercation or a disagreement or something else, we don't know that either. And uh, you just hope the big guy from Las Vegas is okay. And uh, again, he's a senior that's had football ripped out from underneath of him. And uh, future uncertain for him and the rest of his teammates as well. A lot of people are like, well, if there was a season, this wouldn't have happened. I don't think you could say that because the season won't would not have begun until Thursday if they'd played that Illinois game or Saturday when they were regularly scheduled to start the season. That uh, you know, with the guys just ending up camp here last week, theoretically, that uh, you know, maybe some of the guys would have been out on Saturday at 12:30. You know, that's that is you know, a little bit late, but again, I, I don't, I'm not going to hold the victim responsible for being shot. So um, at any rate, that's my two cents on that. We hope to find out more here as the day goes on.
0: Given everything that happened. I mean, it sounds like this is like the best case scenario um, that he's in stable condition. So yeah, Haskell Garrett, we're with you, man. Hopefully you uh, continue to get better. Steve, last thing on the show here, Sonny Styles was offered by the Buckeyes over the weekend. Sonny Styles. Son of Lorenzo Styles Sr. Young Man goes to Pickerington Central, member of the 2023 class. It's so early. He's only a sophomore, just starting a sophomore season. He's not even ranked yet. They don't even have the rankings out yet for the 2023 kids, but big kid, six foot hundred five already as a sophomore in high school. And you have to think the buckeyes are going to end up landing him. I know they didn't land his older brother Lorenzo Styles Jr, but there was some talk that they didn't really want him. Lorenzo Styles Jr is going to Notre Dame, but Steve, your thoughts on the buckeyes offering Sunny Styles and do you think he will eventually be a buckeye?
1: Well, I'm old enough to have covered Lorenzo Styles senior in fact when I was at Buckeye Sports Bulletin, I wrote the recruiting article on him coming out of I think it was Farrell Pennsylvania. He was from Youngstown area. And Farrell is just across the the border there into Pennsylvania. Family has settled down into Pickerington. And to be honest, uh, I've had daughters playing basketball, you know, years ago on the uh, travel or the local summer circuit and uh, their older sister. Uh, was playing in some of those games as well. So uh, my wife and I were sitting here yesterday watching the game on ESPN two, because honestly we live in Pataskala, which is the next district over. And we know some of the families of different people. And and I actually went to high school with Jay Sherrod, the head coach at Pickerington Central. He uh, is from Circleville. He's two years older than I am. And uh, we were in the same basketball program and everything together there. So, a uh, lot of people I knew on both sides of that <clears throat> of that game. And as we're watching it, you know, all the talk is about Jack Sawyer. Uh, great interview with him. And I know that uh, uh, Garrett uh, Stepien from our staff uh, posted the interview that they had with Jack Sawyer and, and the difficult decision. And they really put it to him. They were like, okay, if they move the season to Thanksgiving and you don't get to play in January, does this invalidate your decision? Uh, to not play at Pickerington North. And he was kind of shook, it sounded like, by that question. And uh, they they said, is there a chance you still might play for North this year, which obviously they needed him. Uh, they got thumped 35-9 to uh, by Pick Central, which may be one of the best teams in the country. My goodness, all the talent that they have. So we're watching the game. So all the talks about Lorenzo Styles Jr. going to Notre Dame, Garner Wallace, the quarterback who's going to go play safety at Northwestern. And I made the comment Chris Collins needs to look in at uh, Garner Wallace because he could be a two-sport athlete. He, he'd he be one of the top six or seven players on the Northwestern basketball team tomorrow. So <laughs> I think uh, the athletes were all over the field, Dave. So we're watching the game, and here comes Sonny Styles and breaks through and blocks the punt. And my wife, who's a very astute football person, goes, oh, who is that? <laughs> and I said, <laughs> well, that's Lorenzo Styles Jr.'s younger brother. And she said, oh, my goodness, 6'4", 64205- 205 athleticism to burn. I think he had an interception in the game as well. uh, Blocked a punt for a touchdown. And he's got two more years of high school. Uh, I'm actually going to get to see Pick Central this week. I'm covering Newark versus Pick Central for the Newark Advocate this uh, Friday. So I'll get to see these guys up close and personal and hopefully get an interview with Sonny Styles after that game and uh, offered by Ohio State. But, uh, yeah, he's going to be – if he's not number one in Ohio for 2023, he's going to be number two or number three, I would think, and also a great basketball player and everything else. So, lots to like there. We're going to do our best to stay on top of that situation. But uh, fun game to watch yesterday. I know they jumped on Pick North early and kind of put them away early. But uh, Pick Central, defending champions – might run the table. I don't know. It's um it's gonna take a great team to beat them. <laughs> that's that's what I'll say about that.
0: I'm just sitting here, I mean, talk about from going from cra- <laughs> going from crazy to crazier. Like I just it's still surreal to me. We're sitting here talking about high school football and they're playing high school football and we're not gonna have Ohio State football. We have middle school yeah, football, we have high school football. Unbelievable.
1: This was the week Ohio State was supposed to play what Bowling Green, and then it became Illinois, right. And then it became, then it became nobody. So <laughs> you you just you have to laugh, or otherwise you just cry. I mean, what 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 can you say? A hundred and thirty years of tradition has been put down the crapper, and I, I won't use the bad word, but uh, you know, thank you, Kevin Warren and the presidents for this. A hundred and over one hundred years of tradition. Flush directly down the toilet
0: thank you and it's not too late kevin warren and big 10 presidents it's both entities people are wondering who's at fault it's both of them you know don't tell me kevin warren doesn't deserve any fault here he does and the presidents absolutely do too if they all wanted football we would have football if kevin warren wanted football we would have football uh, they need to swallow their pride and get their egos out of the way and just admit they made a mistake. And they didn't have to admit they made a mistake. What they can, the way they could do it, and this wouldn't even be lying, is there's been medical advances since they made their decision that has caused them to reverse course. And then that saves them face where they can say, we didn't really make a mistake. There's just been medical advances that we didn't see coming that would make this safer. But, yeah, we have high school football here in Ohio. But as of now, no Ohio State football. It is nuts. Steve Hellwagon is not nuts. He is awesome. Thank you, Steve Hellwagon. And thank you to our listeners out there for tuning into the show. I really appreciate it. Have a great day, Buck Nutters.